Hello, I'm Rupert Turton and welcome to the Business Spotlight where we interview local business owners about their journey. This week I'm joined by Rob Brunero, who's the Managing Director at Axis Entrance Systems, who manufacture and install various doors and entrances for commercial premises. So, Rob, hello. Good afternoon, Rupert. Yeah. Great job. First of all, let's start off by explaining what you do and how long you've been doing it. Right. Well, first of all, Axis in different guise and concept was set up in 1987 mm -hmm. and primarily as a door maintenance company. It was recognising an opportunity um, that because I worked for a um, security company, we were installing access control systems and for local authorities. And at that time, local authorities had their own joiners, carpenters, and they did all that work themselves. Right? They wouldn't subcontract it out to a third party. So we put, fitted all the electronics to the door. Okay. Got lots of complaints that the doors weren't working. The access control didn't work. On investigation, it was found out the doors didn't close. Mm -hmm. Consequently, that is, well, hang on a minute. If local authorities are looking after their own properties and then spending all this money on this highfalutin expensive equipment and it doesn't work, it's, it is a waste of taxpayers' money. Yeah. Right, pay as money as it may be. So everything's changed now, but this I'm talking about going back into the 1980s. Totally different concept. And consequently, put the idea to my employer about doing door maintenance. He didn't want to do it under the banner of the security company. So consequently, we set up a company called Axis Northampton Limited mm. and started promoting it for door repairs and maintenance. We had staff that were capable. We introduced um, products from abroad that weren't readily available that did the job mm -hmm. and built our reputation up on that. And consequently, so you spend all this money on the access control, we'd come along and make sure the door worked properly. Sort of the whole point of doing it, really, isn't it? Yes. And yeah. from there, we developed from just looking after multi-occupancy buildings to blocks of offices, and everything got involved with um, government buildings and local retail shops, the lot. And it yep. sort of developed from there. And from that, the future was, or I perceived it to be, automatic doors. And this would be the mid-90s. Yep. That's where, forget door maintenance, because everything was changing. Yep. We're going to go look at automatic doors. So started that. We became reasonably successful with it, had to do all the accreditations and make sure the staff were duly accredited to work with automatic doors. And hence then came a problem because our suppliers were also our competitors. Yeah. And didn't think twice about being scrupulous and contact, well, unscrupulous and contacting our clients direct. So oh, right. we'll do this, we'll do that. And before you realize you're losing work. Yeah. Because they'll also do it cheaper to than you can. Yeah. Okay. And so the ambition was then to set up our own aluminium division, mm -hmm. to set up an automatic door division. And that's what I did. And I was fortunate enough to meet uh, one of my co-directors now, Patrick, yeah. and we set up an aluminium company to fabricate doors and screens. Yeah. Okay. And at the same time, had the opportunity to... Um, approached Stanley 
as in yeah. Stanley Tools, their automatic door division. All right. They'd sold their UK interests as well as a few European um, companies to management buyout as mm. a management buyout. After their three-year trans- transitional period, the management sold it to a competitor. Right. Hence where an opportunity arose. So cheekily, I picked up the phone, called Stanley, finally got through after a month to somebody who was willing to discuss it, um, put the situation to them that they must be silly what, selling their product to a competitor because it yeah. will never happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, we're fine. We're, things are absolutely wonderful. For, after 45-minute call, thanks, Rob. We've got your details. Um, wish you luck. Two months later, they're on the phone saying, are you interested? Uh, yeah, yeah. Their sales have disappeared overnight. Uh, okay, yep. So consequently, a new company was formed, amalgamation of companies that we could do the door maintenance, the automatics, and the aluminium door. That yep. was the concept achieved. Yeah. Well, that's the, almost the holy grail, isn't it? You supply yeah. the product and then service the product for, for its uh, for its yes. entire life as well. Absolutely. That, that, that's what how you would like to shape a business. Yeah. And I've not done that on my own. Mm. So that's what you have to, you know, we've spoken about this before. It's, I am very, very reliant on having a support mechanism in place. Yeah. And whilst they might, may not feel I appreciate them, they are. They're, they're part, an integral part of what makes this company work and tick. Yeah. So who is that support network then? Well, it's, it's everybody from the, down from the sales team, down to the accounts, the service department, the projects department, yep. and the people out in the field. Yeah. So the whole Doing team. Doing their job. Everybody has a place, a place yes. part to play in the success yeah. of the business. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And that's the way I look at it. So we've gone through all the, Rough times, good times with uh, the recession, yep. which was a shock um, to everybody, uh, as well as the pandemic. But mm-hmm. I think that sort of gives you an idea. We've sort of naturally progressed um, from being a door maintenance company to having the opportunity to enter the healthcare sector with yep. one of our products. And that in its own turn is now probably accounting for significant part of our business and we've and i think we've been recognized for that yeah so you raised an interesting point there about the business as well so obviously with all your support network and everyone that's working with you Mm. within the business are you a very um value based business are you driven very much by yours your values and the values inside the business I would like to think so, but not everybody share, even the people within the business don't share or necessarily agree mm. with my values. Yep. We do try and share them yep. to an extent. And whilst they may say yes to you, um, they agree, they're not fully committed to it. And that will be with any organisation. Yeah, we, event- we pre the... 2008 the recession we probably i think we had 44 staff yeah we were fortunate enough only to make four redundant in Mm. that period of time Um, but then that was only because the rest of the people that left um agreed to changes in working practices and habits and pay etc which enabled us to survive we're down to graduate through natural 
um, well, changes in our business and the way we work, we're down to just shy of 30 people. Yeah. And that is sufficient. But we've had to go. The pandemic put paid to any growth at the okay. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. Yep. Yeah. And that, I'll come to that later. But, yeah. yeah. So um, what have been the biggest issues you had to come, overcome rather, as a, a business owner? I would probably say one of the like, other than the recession, because mm. the recession was frightening. I'll give you an idea. Our turnover dropped by 50% in wow. three months. Yeah. Halved. It was a significant decrease. And obviously, your overhead is still the same. You still got the rent rates and everything else to pay. You can't just sort of walk away and say, here you go. So we were losing a lot of money in a very short period of time. Mm -hmm. It was then rebuilding. Yeah. What none of us expected was for the recession to last nearly 10 years. Yeah. All right. So we committed to growth. When I say growth, I'm talking about buying another company, taking on extra premises for production. Yeah. That year. The year before mm -hmm. and then suddenly when you get to december and you see your world caving in you think oh, i can't get out of this mm -hmm. so uh, i'm not one to sort of turn a, turn around and walk away so again and this is where the support network comes in there are people here and i would say at least half that would not through undying loyalty it's not just respect they have a certain part of their character and makeup yeah want to be engaged and want to be involved okay and they help you get through it i'm not i'm not saying nothing's too much trouble it's they're more open and willing to help so what have you learned about yourself then during your journey listening to others and not take people too much for granted. Mm. And one of the biggest things I've tried, and I, I don't know whether I've been successful at it, because I think I've had as many failings as possible, is trying to empower people, yeah. help them develop themselves. Mm -hmm. Like I was given the opportunity in my youth into something that they would like to do. Yeah, everybody. We've all got this idea. This is what we'd like to do, but actually, when we start going down that path, we realise maybe it isn't, or yep. I haven't got the skill sets to do that, or haven't got the experience. Can I get the training to do it? Or no, it's far more involved than this pipe dream I've had. Yeah, that's not belittling anybody, because until you start down that path, you never know. Yeah, of course, absolutely. So with that said, then, what are your aspirations for the company in the next five years? <laughs> well, considering, believe it or not, five years ago, I went on this path of um, investing in the company, mm -hmm. to take it forward to, to have um, what I class as better and smarter working practices to yep. improve our production, etc. COVID put a massive stop to that. You know, it was just like someone just built brick wall overnight. Yeah. And then, okay, so we went through this stage transition. And last year, beginning of last year, right, 
now we're going to move forward. Yeah. Now's the time to do it. Business is coming back to a reasonable level. Forget yep. Brexit and everything. That's something else. But right, if we're going to do it, and I want to do it in my lifetime, I'm going to do it now. Yeah. And one of the first things was to improve our production mm-hmm. capacity and facilities. Yeah. And that was the introduction of CNC machine. Yeah. Let's have it. Everything else that met with a lot of hand clapping great here we go going to have quality consistent and quality products to uh yeah am i going to be out of a job mm-hmm. you know, to some so there was a mixed reaction to it yeah it surprised me in this day and age and even sort of sharing and engaging with all parties to say this is what we're going to do and and explaining the reasons why we needed to um, because we've got a quality product, we need to manufacture it in a quality manner. Yeah. We need to be very consistent in what we're doing. Yeah, of course. All right. So you, we want to ask you for the money for it. You expect to have a, a reasonable product. So everybody appeared to be on board, but they weren't. Mm. Those that were more involved weren't. Didn't want to change working practices. Yeah. So consequently, um, we moved on. Uh, sorry, we purchased some machinery. Had to give a year's, yeah, you know, it was a year's waiting list for it. Yeah, and uh, we finally got it in May this year. All right, yep. Okay, so um, it was great. Those people, the team that were in place at the time, have now all left. Oh right, yep. We've brought in the new team, mm-hmm. right? And in all seriousness. The change to it, I've got a smile from here to here. We're only just finishing setting up all the writing, the programs, the quality of what I'm seeing going out, the consistency. Yeah. Is exactly what I expected. In fact, better. Wow. Brilliant. So for us, that is the start of our change. Yep. So what have I got for the company in the next five years is now to grow. We can offer different formats and concepts of our product. Yeah. Whether that be for supply only installed, something the supply only side I would probably never have thought of. Yeah. Because I need to be able to look you in the face and say, we've got a quality product. Yeah. And it's going to be consistent. Yeah. But actually that sounds like it's it's moving into new markets as well. Markets Correct. That previously looked at. So obviously yeah. that is and that's presumably forming part of an expansion, is it? We're we're now developing a new product and that we're hoping to launch later on this year. And that will open up a different another mark, it'll expand an our existing marketplace, mm-hmm. different type of product and for different applications. And because of the success of our previous products, we think this is a good add-on. And yeah. This machine, as well as probably future machines, will enable us to mass produce and hopefully have the desired effect of reducing costs. Because our biggest challenge, I think, is going green. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Being carbon neutral. Yeah. And we're going through this painful exercise at the moment. And I say the painful because... When you're starting from scratch and you have your suppliers 
or supply chain turning around and saying to you, yes, what are you doing to offset the carbon effect? You know, and we're doing going through these EPDs, which is the environmental production decoration. Yeah. And we have to say where we're getting the aluminium from, where we're getting the glass from. Yeah, cool. How much energy we're using, how much carbon we're producing. Yeah. And we've had to employ consultants over the last year. And I'm hoping by September we would have achieved our first success. Yeah. And cool. that's it. But without that, we can't move forward. Yeah. What it is, it's the, it, I suppose it's an evolution of the business, but it's an evolution in business in line with society, isn't it? Yeah, sustainability. Yeah, absolutely. Then, you know, we have the thing about the vehicles, you know, having to report how many miles each employer, employee travels to work and whether yeah. it's by car, bicycle, foot, etc. And it's looking at all the stats and data over the last year. Yeah. And capturing it all. And then get sending it off to a consultant to say, yeah, okay, then you not, now need to plant a million trees. Yeah. And that's not, I'm not being cynical or sarcastic when I say that, because yeah. I have no idea. And this is all part of a learning curve and journey for me yeah. and lots of other business owners. Well, how can we achieve it? Is it possible? Yeah. And I remember having a meeting with the banks last year, our bank. And they said, did you need to do you need any loans for um, any equipment, vehicles, anything? Because if they're, at the moment, if it's green, a green loan, it's fee-free. Yeah. It's and everything else. So how much would you like to borrow? Do you want to put solar panels on your roof? Do you want to yeah. do this? Job? And you sit there and go, right, but I've got to commit to a lot of money to make this work and happen. Yeah. But it is free, free, Rob. <laughs> Levels <laughs> and, are free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this is all part of deciding what you need to do. You yeah. know, we start off with the simple things of, yeah, let's change the lighting. Yeah. Going from sodium lights to LED lighting, high efficiency. And things like looking at, you know, whether it's a computer screen, there are changes that we can make that are natural. We need to replace this. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay, forget just putting a sodium lamp up, let's go LED. Well, yeah, you know, okay, it might be two, three times the cost because you've got to replace the whole parts and get electrician in. But we do it, we're trying to do our bit, and that's what we're aiming for, sustainability. Yeah. The future, because everybody blames my generation for for being culprits. Yeah. This. And yes, they're probably right, although it's not just one generation. Mm. But we all have our part to play. And part of that is whilst we want to grow, we've got to consider sustainability. Yeah. Yeah, very good point. So, Rob, one last question for you then. When you think about success, what would you say were your personal attributes to achieving the success you've you've got? Right. Most obvious answer for me is smiling through adversity. All right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Strange yeah. response, you may say, because there are also opportunities, even in the darkest of days, when you think everything's against you, mm -hmm. there is a solution. Yeah. You just don't know what it is. And that is often where your support network comes into play. Yeah. Because they may say things or past comments that you would never even consider. Yeah. You take that snippet of information 
and put it, how can I make that work? Yeah. So I, I believe whilst people might not think I do, I listen and remember. Yeah. And apply as and when the situation arises. So you might have told me something a year ago. And you probably think I've discounted it. I would tell you I, I haven't discounted it. I'll remember it. But like most people tend to forget. Yeah. But, uh, unfortunately, I'm not liked because of my memory. <laughs> the power of memory. Yeah, absolutely. But it's so. For, I mean, to summarise what you've just said, though, it's having a clear goal of where you're going, Correct. having the tenacity to keep going when it's not yep. going as you planned, but also being very open to our other ideas from other people that will help mm -hmm. you then achieve that goal in the in the longer run. I've also had this problem with you know, a situation, not a problem, with some of my managers. Yeah. Over the years, where. I tell them, you know, people around you can make you look good. Mm -hmm. Often those managers see that individual as a threat. Right. To their oh, role. Yeah. So yeah. It, don't maximise what they can do. I said about empowering, but, and it's encouraging people to develop themselves. And I think if you stifle them, you're more likely to lose them. Yeah, that's a very valid point. Yeah, cool. All right. And for me, I think that has been part of my success. That's what I believe to be part of my success. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Rob, it's been lovely talking to you yeah, thank today. You. Thank you for your time. Um, if, if anyone wants to know about Axis, uh, how do they, where do they find you? Right. Well, our website is www.axisentrances.com. Oh, okay. Excellent. Simple as that. Nice and easy. Yeah. And um, our contact information is on there. And if anybody wants to know anything about doors and entrances, by all means, please feel free to contact us. Good. Thank, you, Arrow, thank you for your time today. Uh, thank you, Rupert.